0: And now it's time to sit back and enjoy the two true freaks internet radio broadcast.
1: Ready to form Voltron!
0: I am Batman. This is a job for Superman!
2: right away michael
0: Autobots transform by the power of Grayskull
2: for the honor of Grayskull I'm the doctor
3: everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the new Charlie's GeekCast, now part of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. My name is Charlie Neymar, and I'm going to be your host for, well, probably every episode since it's my GeekCast. But anyway, uh, welcome to the new series. Uh, if you aren't aware, um, there were 25 episodes of a previous series that I am... As I'm recording this, I'm currently working on uploading them to the Two True Freaks feed so that you can get them as classic episodes, which is probably thinking a little too highly of them, but whatever. Um, Before we get too far in, I do want to let you know a little bit about myself so you know where I'm kind of coming from on some of my thoughts and feelings on this show. Uh, Because this is going to be a show basically about me and the stuff I like. Mostly it's going to cover the stuff I like because... I don't talk about myself that often. I'll be bringing up memories once in a while as we're going through things. But uh, basically, my name is Charlie. Nice to meet you. You can call me Charlie. I have been collecting comics since about 1992. My very first comic that I maintained as part of of my collection, the the very first one of my collection, uh, was Batman 487. It was given to me as, I believe, a Christmas present that year from my parents as a stocking stuffer. So, it was all their fault with that. In that issue, there was a comic subscription thing, and this was late 92. Batman Returns had just come out. It was actually, I think, just came out on home video. So, it was at the forefront of my mind. So, I went ahead and got a subscription to Batman. Uh, just in time, too, because they were starting Nightfall. So, I got a whole half of that story, uh, thanks to it being a crossover between the multiple Bat Uh But, anyway... I eventually uh, started getting some Superman stuff as well. And over a period of time, I have gained quite a large collection, expanding over into Marvel a little bit and touching on some Image and some IDW and Dream... Remember Dreamwave? Yeah, that was there for a while. Dreamwave and Top Cow and... ABC Comics and Wildstorm, and etc. 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 Also, um, I've been watching TV pretty much all my life and seeing movies a good chunk, a good portion of my life. So there's all kinds of stuff we're going to be talking about on this show. Uh, But enough about me. Oh, and the other thing: the reason this is a new incarnation of the show is because I had to end the previous incarnation, basically because. I got my wife knocked up. That happens. Uh, <laughs> my uh, she was pregnant with my son, with our son Grayson, who is now three, uh, soon to be four in July, uh, and we also have a daughter, Megan. She's two, and they're getting to the point where, once I'm getting them to bed, which isn't as much of a hassle as it was when they were babies, uh, I have a little more free time that I can use to record things. So here we are. Uh, Plus, I got permission from she-who-must-be-obeyed, so that makes it a lot easier. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, don't tell her I said that. So anyway, what this show is going to be about. This show is going to be about, well, like I've said about three or four times, probably a little bit of everything. We'll have news items sometimes. We'll be talking about some comics, some TV shows, both animated and live action. Uh, Movies, not always superheroes, uh, sci-fi stuff. I mean, we may talk about Star Wars. I mean, I don't want to get too much into Star Wars because I don't know if you know this, but Star Wars is kind of popular, and there's at least two or three shows on this network already that already focus specifically on Star Wars. I don't. I don't want to get too much into that, but you know, I, occasionally, I'm sure I'll have something next uh, during the, when the next movie comes out. Uh, unlike some people, I'm actually kind of hyped to see this new Solo movie, but that's not the point moving on we're also going to be you know movies tv all sorts of things uh sci-fi that's uh star trek maybe a little not a whole lot i'm not a big trekkie guy um you know things like knight rider power rangers voltron shows i liked in my youth shows that i like now uh movies i liked in my youth movies i like now you know, all sorts of things ghostbusters all sorts so i hope that this is going to be a lot of fun and i hope that you enjoy the ride with me uh so i figure i'll play a couple promos here now that we're about five and a half minutes in and when we come back we'll talk some news
2: messages, we'll be right back.
0: hello podcast listener russell Bride here Boy, do I have a story for you. What's that old saying? I never thought it would happen to me. No, not that one. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have believed it myself if I hadn't been there. It all started a couple of days ago. I was mowing the lawn when I noticed some people coming in my direction. As this group approached, I got a better look. I thought I was dreaming. To my disbelief and awe, coming towards me was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Rocky Balboa, who I always thought was just a fictional character. An older gentleman, who I later found out was Rocky's valet and interpreter, Jeeves. And even more shocking, Gary Cooper. He was years through some sort of time-traveling adventure he didn't want to talk about. As they approached my position, I just kept saying, Wow, over and over. They finally noticed me and stopped. Welcome to Clarksburg, was all I could think to say. It's
2: a pleasure to be in your town. Who are you?
0: My name is Russell Bragg. Out of the corner of my eye, I could see Rocky getting all excited. What did he say? The Master said, and acknowledges that you are indeed Russell Bragg, the host of the DC Comics Presents show. That's a podcast which the Master enjoys immensely.
2: Really? Oh, yes. We all love it. I love Superman. Did you know I was supposed to be in the 1978 Superman movie? Arnie, you know that's
0: not true. My favorite part of your program is the spotlights. That's how I believe I won my Academy Awards, by learning the ins and outs of not just my character, but the others in the script
2: as well. Oh, there he goes again about his Oscars. Arnold should have won several Academy Awards by now if they weren't so jealous of him. My favorite part is when you brag about comics you have gotten. How about you, Mr. Balboa?
0: <laughs> what do he say? The Master says he enjoys your comic spinner rack segments. He likes to hear about the books that were on the stands at the time of the issues you are talking about. Oh, yeah i like that one too i love the whole thing wow that's great i didn't really think many people were even aware of my podcast it's nice to know it's getting out there especially to celebrities like you is there a nice place to eat around here i'm starved there sure is just down the street Mm -hmm. what'd he say the master inquires if you would like to dine with us really sure is it okay if i bring my wife
2: sure the more the merrier I can tell you all about the only scene I got to do in Superman the movie. No, no, not again. again. It was the helicopter scene with Lois Lane. You know the one. I was going to let go because, uh, well, I was let go because of one little ad-lib. I knew the scene and what would happen to Lois, so I said, Lois, stay away from the chopper!
0: Wow. There I go again. What a great memory. Now, I wanted to tell you that story, but there's also another reason I wanted to present this promo. We're coming down to the final stretch of the DC Comics Present Show, so I'm hoping to conclude the podcast with a bang. I put out a call to other podcasters, and they answered. So some future episodes will have special guest hosts taking over the program. It will still have the same old segments you love, like Russell's comic brag and character spotlights. I plan on doing one last Christmas episode and also a special podcast devoted to the Crisis on Infinite Earths event when we get closer to those issues. I guess that's everything. I hope you'll join me for the next exciting episode of the DC Comics Present Show. If you want to learn more about the DC Comics Present Show, head on over to the show's website at www.bregaboutcomics.com. You can subscribe to the show through iTunes, which is now called Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. great hall of the justice league there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes created from the cosmic legends of the universe superman always a pleasure to be of service to the law
1: wonder woman finished now let's bring the world back to normal batman
0: well professor baffles has evidently lost his baffling power aquaman The jet nozzle is buried in the sea bottom the jet stream is stopped! And those three junior super friends, Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog. Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. Join Mike Sumo on the Man of Steel Podcast, the coverage of super friends and its many incarnations begins in March at
3: www.qs.com. All right, let's check out a couple news items. Number one, Action Comics number 1000 is coming out in April. This is the first American comic to reach 1,000 issues, which is very exciting. Uh, It's also the oldest superhero comic, obviously, because Action Comics number one was the debut of the very first superhero, Superman. Uh, It's also got tons of creators coming in including Brian Bendis who is taking over the Superman titles after this issue uh, as well as inventory story from Kurt Swan and the current team people that aren't aren't currently working on Superman titles it's all kinds of cool stuff plus uh, one of the other big stories out of Action Comics number 1000 is the red trunks are coming back Superman hasn't had his red trunks since the new 52 reboot back in 2011 and while I'm not too worried about whether he has red trunks or not. Some people thought this was a big deal, and they've slowly been bringing back the original costume till the red trunks come back in Action 1000. He's still gonna have some little cufflinks, but no one seems to mind that so much as long as the red trunks and the yellow belt are back. The other big news that I wanted to talk about was Power Rangers related. A Couple of things happened over there. Number one, Saban Brands, who owns Power Rangers, uh, has broken ties with their current toy company, Bandai of America, who has been making their toys for the past 25 years. Basically, the consensus is that a lot of bad decisions lately, as well as poor quality of their toys, have le- is what led to this decision after, like I said, 25 years. Uh, Bandai is going to be switching over to Hasbro, and hopefully that means we're going to get some cool new zords maybe with some articulation instead of just very old school style designs possibly better char- uh, actual character toys in the form of the actual rangers themselves maybe even some of the villains after all hasbro does do the marvel legends line which is highly articulated very detailed figures I don't know that that'll be for the general release versions of the characters, but if anything, if they're going to want to make some money right when they first get the big toy license, they're going to want to make some of the classic characters going all the way back to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, so I have a feeling that'll be collector's item type material. The other big news is that they've announced that the next series of Power Rangers will be called Power Rangers Beast Morphers and will adapt the Japanese series Tokume Sentai Go Busters. This has come as a surprise because the toy line in japan did not sell well and and that toy line is done by bandai of japan so when it came time to think about adapting it for american audiences they decided to skip over it thinking that if it didn't sell well in japan it's not going to sell well here uh so they skipped over it and went to the next series which is about dinosaurs and became known as power rangers dino charge hasbro apparently thinks that with the fewer number of rangers fewer number of zords and the spy theme that they're going to give it that they have a really good chance of making some a pretty good power a pretty good toy line i am excited about this this is a big change for the toys i can't wait to see what hasbro has in store for power rangers i mean i'm a big fan of their transformers so i can't wait to see what they do with power rangers and that's it for the news this time so i'm going to play another promo and then i'll be right back
1: Right back. Hey, everybody, Magnus here. At Trennis Magnus Punches Reality, I talk about comics, movies, and TV shows. But, mostly it's comics. And, starting in February 2018, I'm launching a mega-series that's all about Batman comics. And right now, you're probably saying, Bit Magnus, Big Magnus, does this have anything to do with that new Batman movie that may or may not be coming soon? Why, uh, yes. Yes it does. I plan to talk about a crap load of Batman comics, and I want you riding along in the Batmobile with me. This is The Caped Crusades, a 24-part mega-series all about Batman comics that have meant a lot to me for a lot of years now. And as I work through all of that, I'll also talk about what I personally consider to be Batman's series finale. All that and more is part of The Caped Crusades, a 24-part Trennus Magnus Punches Reality Mega Series. Be there in February 2018. Trennus Magnus Punches Reality can be found at twotruefreaks.com as well as iTunes.
3: for the third segment i'm introducing a new a new thing called top five since one of the news items last time was bandai is no longer making power rangers toys i thought i'd look at the top five things that bandai did right with the power rangers license number five number five is bringing us the power rangers toys in the first place being the american arm of bandai meant they already had access to the molds for the japanese versions of the toys which allowed them to focus on extra toys, such as the Morphin figures and the evil space aliens, which I don't believe they had in the Japanese version. Plus, they already had space in the toy aisles and toy stores in which to sell the toys, thanks to previous successes. I'm not sure that another company would have been able to do as much for a new, untried kid series. Extra Zords and Rangers. Now I'm putting these together just due to the extra quality. Both Lightspeed Rescue and Jungle Fury had new rangers created specifically for the Power Rangers line. Technically, so did RPM and possibly a few others, but those exclusive rangers never actually made it to the show. But these rangers are generally liked by the fans and manage to enhance rather than hinder the series that they were part of. And since they never appeared in the Sentai series over in Japan, it makes them really special for us. It gives us a little bit of pride, I guess you could say. Also, in Dino Charge, they created new zords as well. If you haven't seen the series, a being known as Keeper brought Energems to Earth. But since he was being chased, he entrusted them to the most prominent form of life on Earth at the time which was dinosaurs. Of course, he then inadvertently causes the extinction of the dinosaurs, but that doesn't have anything to do with the toys. To access the power of the dinosaurs, the rangers use dino chargers, which resemble batteries. They can use them to summon the zords, power the zords, and combine the zords. There are several that appear on the show, and in Japan, there's a toy for each of those. Those toys were remade over here, uh, but Bandai of America also made several others that did not appear in the show. Some were simple repaints of the existing zords, but they also created completely new molds, and then repainted them a few times for even more zords. These not only came with their own dino chargers, but they also com- were able to combine with all the other zords thanks to the zord builder technology. And this greatly improved the play factor for the kids, and the collectability for the older audience. Number three. Bringing over the ja- Japanese version of the Samurai Megazord. In 2013, as part of a test for their upcoming collector's line, Bandai released the Japanese version of the Samurai Megazord, calling it the Deluxe Samurai Megazord. This was exactly like the Japanese release, other than the name, and some stuff on the box like the Power Rangers logo and the Power Rangers 20th Anniversary logo, uh, This, including you know, the high-quality plastics, the paint apps, and everything. As such, it cost more and was released exclusively at Toys R Us. And sadly, while this was an interesting development and much cheaper than actually importing it from Japan, which actually happens more often than you would think, uh, it was also a bit of a shelf warmer, sticking around for quite a long time. At least, out in my neck of the woods, uh, saw that for next two or three years. Number two, 2010. After Power Rangers RPM, Disney, who owned the franchise at the time, decided not to continue making new episodes of the series. Instead, they took the first season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, well, like the first half of it, added some pointless comic book-style graphics, changed the logo, and released it as a new series of the show. While Disney was cheapening out, Bandai still supported the show with a full line of figures, updated Ranger designs, or updated Ranger figures, a redesigned Megazord, new playsets, and the nostalgia factor kept kids entertained and kept the line going while Disney sold the franchise back to Haim Saban, who owned it in the first place. It wasn't perfect, though, as this was the first time that they wouldn't release a Morpher toy, which a lot of people were asking for because the original Morphers were going for sky-high prices on the collector's market, and they had a planned Dragonzord figure that never materialized as part of this line. <laughs> The Legacy Line. While the main point of the Power Rangers series is to appeal to kids, there's no denying that with a series that has been around as long as Power Rangers, there are bound to be adult fans that grew up with it. Finally realizing that, and as part of their 20th anniversary celebration, Bandai of America began releasing their Legacy Line. The line started off with Zords. Basically, the redesigned Megazord from the reversion Mighty Morphin line, but... I think they did a little bit of re- slight retooling and maybe added some um, diecast metal to it. They also finally released the Dragon Zord, as well as the Titanus Ultra Zord, and the Tiger Zord, the Thunder Megazord, the Ninja Megazord, and the Eagle Ninja Zord as well. All these Zords were redesigned to look more show accurate and had a higher production value. Of course, this also meant a higher cost, but for the most part, it was worth it for the higher quality. In addition to Zords, they also made full-size role-play items, such as the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Morpher, both for the TV version and the movie's version. Well, the first movie, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, which was basically the same, just they were recolored a little bit. And of course, they had variations because the green and white rangers had a golden morpher as opposed to the silver morpher used by everyone else. That uh, We also got the Red Ranger's Power Sword, the Green Ranger's Dragon Dagger, and the White Ranger's Saba, the Power Sword, and the Power Blaster, which was the basically the handheld gun that they all used that could also become a small blade. Now you could get these all adult-sized, if you didn't mind spending like $100 a pop. This was also very helpful for cosplayers, as they were very show-accurate and, despite the cost, were cheaper than making the items themselves. Unfortunately, they were released as Toys R Us exclusives, which actually made them even more expensive because Toys R Us likes to jack up the prices a little bit, and they really only stuck to the Mighty Morphin era. As of this recording, they are about to release the Morpher and the Golden Power Staff from Power Ranger Zeo. But with Hasbro getting ready to take over the toy line and Toys R Us rumored to be prepping for liquidation, the future of the legacy line is pretty uncertain. And that does it for this episode. I want to thank everyone for downloading. I hope you've enjoyed it. We will be back in a week or two. I haven't decided the release times yet, uh, but we'll be back in a week or two. And I'm going to celebrate the return of the the fifth season of the new Voltron show by talking about Voltron. We'll see you then. You have been listening to Charlie's Geekcast. You can find the show at 2TrueFreaks.com and at charliesgeekcast.com where you can find enhanced show notes that include extra images and or video links. You can also follow the show by joining the Facebook group. Just search for Charlie's Geekcast. Also, you can follow me on Facebook or you can find me on Twitter at SuperChuck1980 or OrangeRanger198. Traders Geek is an I Don't Have a Fake Company name production. All images, music and sound clips are copyrighted by their respective copyright holders.
2: Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E F-R-E-A-K-S If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop two true freaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra so you get to shop as usual and help out the two true freaks at the same time two true freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on itunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow we have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom just search two true freaks with an exclamation mark at the end space and the number two if you've enjoyed our show please won't you take a moment to rate us on itunes that helps others find the show too
3: i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of charlie's Keycast. cast thank you for listening and god bless